Guys, we only have one more episode to get our careers in trouble. <laughs> yes. TikTok. <laughs> okay, Steve, this is your last chance to think of a segue into a Song Tops Report episode. This is it. No pressure. Hey, guys. Yes, Steve. Hey, Steve. You guys, you guys do it. Why does this fucking sound like the fucking, fucking, that, like, it's like, hey, girls. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Steve. hey Mary, what's what? up? Yeah. <laughs> little sister act reference. Uh, yeah, it makes it sound like a, like a doo-wop girl group from the 50s. Uh, doo-wop girl group from the 50s? That has nothing to do with today's episode of the Song Tops You Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music and figure out how it died. That's my story, and I'm why sticking to didn't, it. Fair you know, enough. Why didn't we do a doo-wop lady Because they're group. all straight-up bangers. And on this, the last real straight episode... Up. I'm going to miss hearing that phrase. He's not going to stop saying it. It's fine. Yeah, this is a part of who I am now. Nick, what you think of Nick, what'd you think of that sandwich? It was a straight-up banger. You're damn right it was. By the by the way, um, as 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 Steve, which by the way, listeners, that is who's speaking. Uh, Steve said, "I'm Nick Brigadier." Oh, and I'm Mike Russell. Well, I didn't say my full name, well, but I'm also name. Stephen Trollinger. Yes, yeah, listeners. If it is your first time listening to the podcast, I have some very unfortunate news for you. Uh, this you is... suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got some good news. and I got some bad news. Uh, the good news is you have 199. Plus some mini episodes of this podcast to listen to before you get to this point. But uh, the bad news is this is the finale of our battle of the. I guess it's kind of like I never called it a battle of the bands in our last episode, but uh, our tournament. Well, we to- also called battle of the bands that one like uh, episode we did about feuds too. Oh, wait, battle of the bands. Yes, battle of the bands. Yes, <laughs> another, another, another. Oh, we're cut. so clever, guys. I love us so much. Such a funny podcast. Enjoy the two hundred hours if this is your first time, <laughs> and then some. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, th- I think Sting was the only person who can say that. Enjoy oh your 200 hours if this is your first it's time. Imagine getting licked by Stain for 200 hours. That'd be woo. more audio to isolate. Uh, but no, li- listeners, so uh, we highly recommend you listen to episode 199, the previous episode before the little uh, Dungeons and Dragons diversion that you'll see on our podcast feed. Uh, listen to that episode because... We hope. Because what we are doing is uh, we have taken the 16, what we have collectively determined worst songs we've ever covered on this podcast were, uh, and whittled it down past, so we've, we've eliminated the first eight, we are now down to the quarterfinals, and then we'll go to the semifinals, and then finally discover, dissect, d- debate, discuss other alliteration. Digest. What, digest. I might eat these slips of paper to determine their worth. <laughs> we have to keep, Mike and I have to pry it out of Steve's mouth yes. every other minute. <laughs> no, Steve, no! And then he'll masturbate in between. <laughs> You, that's not what that sound was, and you know it. You, what you won't be able to hear, audience, is every so often I will punctuate something I have said by drinking slyly out of my wine glass. Out of his giant wine glass. It's more of a goblet. I expect him to be accepted in the Triwizard Tournament at any moment. Now, Harry Potter! Did you put your name in that goblet? Now, it's that kind of difficulty in staying on track that wouldn't make this a Song Topsy Report episode. In the in, in the truest sense of it, so uh, listeners, 
once again, recommend listen to 199, previous episode before you get into this one, because we're going to dive right back into the bracket. Oh, yeah. Now, get because- your brackets ready, folks. Get those dollar bills out. Who you've been betting against? Are you ahead or are you behind? Guys, are we a betting le- illegal gambling? <laughs> we are for our last episode. Nah. It's time to pivot. <laughs> Uh, now, because this is an audio format, you can't actually see the brackets, so we're going to shake things up a little bit. And actually, of the songs that made it to the next round, which Steve has the honorary bowl, of those songs, we're going to actually redraw again to determine once again which songs are going to go up against each other. Uh, and I guess without further ado, Steve, let's yes. figure out what I'll, the first song is. I'll grab are. the first one here, and it will be... Strut by Steven Seagal. Uh, Strut by Steven Seagal. Once again, Steven, quote, me want to punani Seagal. (laughs) Gava de Kitty. Gava de Kitty. (laughs) Yes, with a a Jamaican patois. And Mike, what will Mr. Seagal be going up against? Mr. Seagal. A runaway train. (laughs) Steven Seagal is offending everyone. Steven Seagal will be up against... Talking baseball. It's going to be very difficult. That was fun watching Mike all of us spill his beer everywhere. You know what? But it didn't. (laughs) The episode just started. (laughs) All right. Next. Um, I'm not looking. I don't know, listeners, if you can hear hear the paper shuffling. Just just in case you think we're making this all up. We are doing this the real way. It's a literal. Next song is going to be How to Cook a Turkey. Mike, are you filming this in I real time? I want to get a photo of Nick, Nick uh, digging in that bowl. Yeah, get it. <laughs> it's Witch's Eyeballs. <laughs> it's shitty songs. <laughs> this is the worst haunted house ever. All right. Uh, next song up is going to be Sun Don't Go Near the Indians. Ooh. Or excuse me, just Don't Go Near the Indians by Rex Allen. You know, I'm wildly saying, problematic. Why didn't he put the sun in the title? Because he says sun in the song. It's a compelling point. We'll have to bring it up oh, uh, against whatever it's. <laughs> I knew that was that was the reason I hated that song. It's the only possible reason. <laughs> so don't go near the Indians was what yes. I was picked, and it will be fighting. It's every day, bro. Ooh, by Logan Paul or Jake Paul. Excuse Jake me. Paul. Those shitty brothers are interchangeable to me. Different types of offensive, right there. That's what you love to see at this on these matchups. You know, it makes it tough. Tough. To you know choose. what? R.I.P. John Madden. I feel like he really would have had a lot to contribute if we could have gotten him oh, on God, for this. If only. Good old John. Which way am I going? Whoops. Um, so, uh, and for the next, oh, stupid ho. Well, you see, guys, the reason a stupid ho is the one you should pick is that, uh, to get to the end zone, they have to run down the field. And then when they get to the end of the field, they risk score a touchdown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Steve is drawing with a white marker on Mike's laptop. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, stupid ho, stupid ho, I... stupid ho is a heavyweight. That's I a feel heavy, like it is a heavyweight. Stupid ho, it's a stupid, stupid ho. Yes. Stupid Ho is going up against How to Cook a Turkey. Wow. Oh, that's a tough one. Because also, oh, just being like, <laughs> just how barely. To cook, how to Cook a Turkey, which maybe worldwide has been heard a thousand times compared to Stupid Ho, which as we discussed, I believe when we covered it, was streamed the music video, I think like, Three million times in like forty-eight hours. 
the world hasn't experienced the instructional music greatness of how to cook a turkey. If how to cook a turkey makes it, that's like the equivalent of when America when America beat Russia in the 1980 Winter Olympics hockey game. It's the like miracle. That, the miracle. It is the miracle. That would be the miracle. <laughs> All right. Well, our last pairing begins with. Baby, it's cold outside. A woke, woke version. version. Woke, baby, it's woke outside. <laughs> yes. You should wear a sweater. Ooh. By Lydia Liza. Uh, and to go on a polar opposite bend of that, amputator. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> wow. Baby, it's cold outside. All right. Uh, wow. So, well, we- I really should go. So so let's tackle these again. Now, uh, once again, the first pairing is going to be Sun, or excuse me, just uh, Don't Go Near the Indians by Rex Allen against It's Everyday Bro by Jake Paul. Now, Don't Go Near the Indians, we covered like the chorus the last time, but uh, Mike. Oh, I do have a, I do have a bit we could look over. I wrote down some time codes. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here, actually, let me pull, let me pull something up for you. It's because uh, I actually have a, a time code from the actual episode. Um, this song, we, we talk a little bit about this song and how it was in the the top five, the top five uh, in, in that year <laughs> back in the day. Um, and it's strange that a song could be in the top five when the main focus is about scalped five-year-olds. So need to involve scalped children. I really think that's what songwriting today is missing. I don't remember saying this. That's what I mean. It's, it's a, <laughs> you said a lot of horrifying, stuff. Horrifying, really. So for this to be a top, it's a top five, and it's talking about a scalped kid. Once again, I just... I, <laughs> granted, I'm a product of my generation. I was born in the 90s, but I can't put myself in the mindset of someone who would listen to the song for their own enjoyment. Like, if this song came on the radio, and I'm, like, with my friends driving around town, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, turn it up. This is my favorite jam. Oh, he gives a part with the scalp kid. <laughs> I mean, I stand by it. I just, uh, you know... <laughs> Um, when, when I realized us talking about that, I mean, yeah, Sun Don't Go Near the Indians already from its title, um, makes you start thinking, oh, that's pretty offensive. But when you really dig in, the, the crux, the core of it is about scalp children. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's why it made it this far. <laughs> that's, that's definitely like, it's not what the whole song is about, but it's like, you know. A thing we should talk about. <laughs> but once again, listeners, uh, just as a quick refresher, I think, you know, we played the chorus last time. I'm going to skip to just a little bit where Rex Allen's dad explains the context of everything. That trembling lips spoke softly as he told me of my life. Then he said I could never take this maiden for my wife. Dad said, son, when you were born, White man and the Indians were fighting, and a brave named Yellow Sun took my little boy. So I took you to make up for what he'd done. Son, I love you just as much as my own little fella. This version edits out oh, wow. scalp because <laughs> yeah. ooh, listen, folks, you go back and listen to episode sixty-nine. You're gonna nice. <laughs> Rex Allen. He he's like dying. The Indian chief scalped my little boy. <laughs> he took you. 
Ah. Oh. Rex Allen spelled W R E C K S. Rex Allen. Rex. 69, episode 69, Rex Allen. But lest we forget, it is going up against this. Los Angeles, Cali boy. But I'm from Ohio, the white boy. It's everyday, bro, with the Disney Channel flow. Five mil on YouTube in six months. Never done before. Pest all the competition, man. PewDiePie is next. Man, I'm popping all these checks. Got the brand new Rolex. And then met the Lambo, too. And they're coming with the crew. This is Team not an easy competition that's, once you get to this just, level. Uh, that's just science right there. That's <laughs> just science right there. That's science of telling you what song is the worst. Uh, look, I feel like I could devil's advocate myself into saying Sun Don't, or Don't Go Near the Indians is more problematic, even if it's a product of its time, more problematic, more insane, with that kind of spoken word that I uniquely hate, but my gut hates Jake Paul more. It's just, it's like... It's just more obnoxious. It's, it's obnoxious. Like, he's, he's based on our research from him, the first, from the episode we did, he's just like, what if the Jackass guys were devoid of any charisma whatsoever? It's like, do you want... What if you watch Jackass and then you were like, man, I hope they do get hit by that bull. Uh, I just want the audience to know. No, because I can tell where this vote's going, so I'm just gonna. I want to leave a nice, a nice little note from as my son exits this competition that Nick and Steve both find the white man stealing Indian. I'm sorry, Native American children <laughs> do the but acts of war of scalping scalp children. They find that less offensive than Jake Paul. That's everyday bro. That's. I just. Yeah, it's one hundred percent right. Yeah, it's what's what we're, what we're saying, Mike. Duh. No, I mean that's a testament I, to how bad Jake Paul is. But that's the thing, and I, Jake I feel Paul is worse than Scout children. I feel so bad because, like, every day, bro, the song is just a middling, like, boys, like boastful white guy oh, rap song. Is very complimentary. I know, but still, like, it's really just like his. Like the circumstances surrounding him, like he's, you know, like an influencer, which as an old man, you know, I get an ashy taste in my mouth whenever I say it. And uh, like a lot of it is my own personal biases. And I recognize that. And, And it's just like this ridiculous song from a time long past. Like it's different. Look, before I I chose because I was like, it's offensive. And yes, Steven Seagal singing like he does is also offensive. But one is offensive and in the context of a time when it was offensive, but like it, like it's offensive to us now, but it wasn't offensive to people then, as opposed to he did fucking Steven Seagal did that song in the fucking nineties when it was still not cool. We're not talking about Steven Seagal right now. Steve. I know. I'm just saying, like that was the decision I made the previous episode. Okay. Was like they, I had to go with the narrative of both of them were offensive. But now that we have to get a little more choosy, I'm going to say like one is a more offensive. Yes. Don't go near the Indians is offensive, but it's not because the time frame in which it was released. Not saying it makes it right, it makes it like you know, like oh, I can see how this got airplay because it it was a, allowed to get airplay at that time. Jake Paul and it's every day, bro. Like the very vectors that he is able to reach today's youth makes him a far more dangerous person than, like, some guy from the 50s being racist like everyone in the 50s were. <laughs> well, and now, now, to, 60s, be, now to be fair to Rex Allen Jr., 
we got to remember, he did raise that Native American child as his own boy. Oh, he's a hero. And he's he a hero, he, damn it. Even though he stole him, he did say he loved him. You know, like but, how you know, like how Odin is a hero for killing Laufey and raising Loki as his own, and then like Loki destroys all of Asgard. You know, you know how yeah, it ends how, well. Ra- raising a stolen child out of revenge is a noble cause. Hey, you know, he could have let him fuck his sister. And he told him. <laughs> You're right. He's a hero. That's why I'm going with Jake Paul's It's Every Day, bro. Oh, I, oh, I talked my way out of my yes, own song. Yes, you did. But you know what? Step you know brother, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what, Mike? It's okay. You know why? Steps is you stuck in that washing machine again. <laughs> why would a Native American have a washing machine circa 1800? Are you... Are you <laughs> Where are they washing their stuff out of the... Uh, the creek? The creek. Oh, it's pronounced yeah. the creek. bro, my, my arm's stuck in the creek. Come help get it out. <laughs> you know what? Look, we know where the boat's like, going. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we have all had a lot of alcohol. Yes. Nick and I have each had three glass, three-ish glasses of wine apiece. Look, I don't need yeah. to bring research to this episode. And, and I just need to bring Mike, hot takes. Mike <laughs> is exactly three sips away from crushing an entire six-pack of Heineken <laughs> by himself. So this is going to be a silly episode, and we don't care because it's the last one we have it's to do. It's the last old oh, guy. But let's, let, let's, not, let's not beat around the bush. Yes, we but, know where the vote's going. But you know what, Mike? It's okay. And you know why it's okay? Because it's every day, bro! And you know I kick them out if they ain't with the crew. Yeah, I'm talking about you, you begging for attention, talking shit. He's talking to us specifically. <laughs> talking shit, begging for attention. I am begging Please, for attention. Subscribe. Oh my god, that's what we do. <laughs> yes. But uh, with that, it's Every Day Bro by Jake Paul. Makes it to the semifinals. Semifinals. Put him in put the him. old bowl. It's Every Day Bull. <laughs> Can't, he always he can't he can't help it he gets it every time. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's infuriating. Well, you won't have to put up with it anymore. That's until, not true. We're on a different show. That's right. Again. We're on a different podcast now. Listeners, we're check very the, good friends. We talk to each other a lot. Check the show notes for uh, links to Freedom Guild. Now, Mike, where uh, who's up next? Ah, uh, right. Up next, we have <clears throat> stupid hope and how to cook a turkey. Oh, this is this uh, this, this is, is gonna be tough. I'm gonna, you know what? <laughs> this is this is gonna be tough. I I don't know which one I'm gonna pick. Uh, listeners, because you might be more if if for some reason this is the first episode you're listening to. Again, you're bad at this. Yes. <laughs> you, no, just listen to what 199. You can skip skip the other 198 episodes. Don't they were all working. They were all a work in progress. Uh, <laughs> this is the progress you're probably we've more made. You, you're probably more familiar with stupid Ho. Uh, so I'm gonna play a little bit of that first, just to give you a refresher. Steve is dancing in his chair right now. Steve, put your shirt back on. <laughs> Steve, stop twerking. Oh, God, keep twerking. Now, somehow, against all odds... Stupid Ho by Nicki Minaj is going up against a group called <laughs> Fresh Kitchen Beats with their song, How to Cook a Turkey, which sounds like this. If you're roasting your turkey, it's 13 minutes of cooking time. 
Oh, sorry, we played this last time. Let me skip ahead to the rest but of the recipe. But if you start the nest is the oven. Before you bite the bird, make sure the turkey registers a minimum of 165 degrees in the thickest part of the thigh. That's right. The thigh. The thickest part of the thigh. Oh my. The thickest part of the thigh. And then, let them sit for at least 15 minutes. Before you carve. Before you carve. <laughs> okay. So, right off the bat, I can tell you, How to Cook a Turkey is offering a service. It is being helpful. It is adding to the fabric of society. There used to be a thing called the Butterball Hotline, at least based on an episode of the of the West Wing that I saw. They could have made it up. I don't know. But there was a thing. Damn you, Aaron Sorkin. Where you could, where if you had trouble on Thanksgiving trying to figure out how to cook turkey, where to, what to do with the stuffing and everything, you could call the Butterball Hotline and you could ask them, hey, do you put the, do you put the stuffing in the turkey or do you cook it outside the turkey? Oh, you should cook it outside the turkey because then it will definitely cook. If it cooks in the turkey, it might not cook through and you'll have food poisoning. Or like, how do I put the, you know, before the age of the internet on all of our phones, you could call this hotline and it served a purpose. It wasn't like fancy or razzle dazzle. Like it was, it was there to serve its purpose. How to cook a turkey isn't a song. It's not a song. It's instructions. It's instructions for how to cook a turkey. And it's, there's a little bit of like a beat to it, but it's not like professing to be anything more than it is. And what it is, is providing a service. Like, yeah, you're not going to listen to it for fun, but if you listen to it, you'll know how to cook a turkey by the end of the song. If you listen to Stupid Ho, all you're going to hear is somebody being mean. Steve, you know what Steve's doing right now? Steve's asking for Steve a DQ. Again. He's asking for a DQ. He wants How to Cook a Turkey to be disqualified as a song. And how many people have listened to How to Cook a Turkey versus how many people have had their minds poisoned? <laughs> By stupid hoe. Look, what I can acknowledge is this is an important vote because I think whichever song we move to the next round could win the whole thing. So I don't take this, this I don't big. take this lightly. Can I can I ask for a few more seconds of stupid hoe being played? Of course you can. Steve, you can always ask for that. Any specific section? Just like a little bit past where you had left before. Look, bubbles, go back to your habitat. MJ Cone and I ain't having that. How you gonna be the stunt double to the nigga monkey? Top of that, I'm in the pen, I'm looking hella chonky. Piss on bitches. <laughs> Suck my Disney. I will not, thank you very much. She compares Lil' Kim to Michael Jackson's monkey bubbles. The only thing going for this song is that occasionally. She stumbles on something cleverish. But for the most part, it's mean, it's hurtful, it's mean spirited, and it belies when you both, I sat here and watched you react to that song. That's why I asked for it to be played. Both of you had this look on your face like somebody was attacking you. Like you were sitting on a subway train listening to somebody fight, like listening to like a couple fighting in public and you're desperately trying to pull your focus away from it and you couldn't. You both stared into the void of stupid how. <laughs> and stupid how, stupid how blinked back. This is 
This you is... both had a gut reaction to stupid hoe that you did not have to how to cook a turkey. God, you know it's. You know what's tough. You know what's tough. Not the turkey, because you know how thorough to cook it. What? Because you listen to how to cook a turkey. Uh, now I feel like we all came in here with different parameters of what it meant to be the worst son of the son topsy report. Mm. God, this. Is... How do you feel, Mike, when you listen to stupid hoe? I, you know, I, especially when she holds that one note, it hurts me. It hurts me. But can we just? <laughs> Yes, we need to keep the context. It's only a Just minute. How is it that minutes of cooking time for each pound of turkey? But if you stuff it, and you should stuff it, you should make it fifteen minutes of cooking time. Pre- I I don't <laughs> look. It's Stup- not a sauce. Stu- <laughs> Stupid hoe makes me almost like depressed and bummed out. Whereas. How to cook a turkey makes me actively angry. And I don't know which feeling makes me feel worse because whichever one I decide is what I think I will push to the next round. Millions of people listen to Stupid Ho. And th- if you go to the YouTube video and look at the comments, so many people, so many people think it's a brilliant song. They think that it is. Well, uh, then maybe uh, they're on to something. Wait, I think well, we should well, vote so for wait, How to so Cook so a Turkey. Yeah. Because. <laughs> because. Think of the damage it does. Think of the damage it does to the collective consciousness. That feeling you had when you listened to the song, that fe- like you indescribable feeling, like you can't put into words. feeling. You can't put into you words the hoe. face you made and the the like the emotion you felt oh, wait, when you heard. Hold it. on, you guys both got to tell me how you're voting for this because like I, I mean, I'm voting for stupid hoe if that's not evident. Okay, you're voting for stupid hoe. Do I want to put the pressure on you of being the tiebreaker? Don't, you don't have to do that. I want you to be honest. I want you to give your honest... Like, because I'm I'm going to tell you where I'm struggling. You know, I'm going to put it on you. Because you brought you brought this. Now, okay, granted, I brought it into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But you brought, you brought it, it to into my awareness, <laughs> Mike. This started with you. <laughs> I... <laughs> this is so bad. That it will never even reach a blip as much as Stupid Ho does. Where, to Steve's point, Stupid Ho will affect and uh, hurt more people. I, I, I 100% believe that. This, how to cook a turkey is bad. I mean, is if like... you went back and re-listened to the listener submitted episode I that we did Nick on Ol- it, I would. Oh, I'm so glad. No, I'm just saying, if you went back and listened to it, the 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 pain that the two of you were in, like I was scarred, but yeah. the two of you, the two of you were with me a hundred percent, every step oh, of the way, hundred hundred percent. I I was filled with joy at how to cook a turkey because I knew I knew it was gonna make Nick so upset. How, how, how to cook a tur- how to cook a turkey is annoying. Stupid hoe is a is a punch to every person who thinks themselves somewhat of an intellectual. Like it's a punch to every higher functioning thought. Nick, you know how what? How dare you call me a higher functioning thought? <clears throat> Nick, I want. I'm gonna make you responsible. Ho for is this. spelled wrong. I'm gonna. I'm picking how to cook a turkey. 
Because I want I want Nick to decide if he's truly believes how to cook a turkey belonged in this podcast or <laughs> What's the worst song, Nick? <laughs> Which of these two could be considered a song? How to cook a turkey Hey, I, I literally have to listen to a little bit of each of them now. Heat to four fifty and then drop to three fifty degrees. After the bird is in the nest, that is the oven. The oven is the He's nest. The, the nest is the <laughs> Okay. Versus one, two, three to the Nicki Minaj blink. Cause these hoes so busted. Hoes is so good. Did you hear what she did to the English language, Nicholas? God, that would I forget it's bad. <laughs> this is such a difficult choice, but I have made up my mind. Stupid Ho is the worst song. Oh yes. yes. You know what? Vindication <laughs> by by the width of a cat's whisker <laughs> is it the worst song. So that was clear. You know what? Honestly, the the only thing that really made me decide was how to cook a turkey is at least only a minute long. You only suffer for a minute. Stupid Ho is what? Three three minutes and six. It's three times as long. Three times as long. So even if they're <laughs> off, equally awful in different ways, one of them you suffer three times as long. It is going That's, to be very awkward ooh. at the Grammys four years from now when I'm one of the presenters and she is the other presenter. Oh, All right. Wow. So ooh, that. <laughs> sorry about that, Nikki. I was drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> All right. Uh, what what a bitter battle. I that have, was a good one. I, I have <laughs> never been so invested in the outcome of something before. And you watched the 2016 election. I did. Okay, Ooh. so now we got we to gotta breeze through these. This is going to be snapshot Yeah, but a big, but a boom. Uh, so our first are going to be Amputator versus Baby It's Cold Outside. The woke version. Once again, wildly different, but here's a little bit of Amputator. <laughs> We didn't hit the point that hard last time, but all the lyrics are about murdering children. Um, I think one of the lyrics is coming and laughing as you're fucking screaming. Uh, and then we yeah. got Baby It's Cold Outside on the yeah. other side of the spectrum. Which is, you know, annoying. Oh, but Steve, once again, this is... Uh, listen, oh, yeah, please, yeah. please, we, we, we discuss kind of the context of this, but this is the super... Hyper, almost to its detriment. Hyper. And Kata, right? It, it, the whole thing's fucking awful. You go right in the middle there. I bet we'll get. I want more cringe. You know, because this one's cringe. Amputator's gross, but this is cringy. I cringe when I listen to Amputator, <laughs> which I haven't in like two years. But measure the amount of cringe here. But I wish I knew how maybe I'll help to you break out. this spell. I don't know what you're talking about. I to say no, no. You reserve the right to say no. I'm gonna say that I you reserve the right to say no. I really can't stay. Well, you don't have to. Oh, but it's cold, cold outside. I've 
got to get home. Do you know how to get there from here? Say, where is my car? I'll go and grab it, my dear. You've really been great. We'll have to do this yes, again. I agree. How about the cheesecake factory? Oh, I oh, I hate if it. If any of you vote as amputators, <laughs> the worst song, I will. Blow my brains out right here on the spot. Just like lyric three to the amputation. Here's the thing about the baby is cold outside song. I mean, I don't disagree with you guys, but I definitely I read this as parody. I read it as a joke. Like I read it to be. You think they're joking? I I vote for I vote for amputation. Wait, 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 which one? Wait, 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 I want to make sure I word this right. Baby is cold outside. The woke version is hurting everything being in my body. Amputator's shitty and terrible. I can't even understand what he's fucking saying, so it's fine. I hear what they're saying, and I hate it. (laughs) Okay. I just, it's just, it's yeah, but it, it just it reads as though like the intent was to, to like. Be, be funny as opposed to the intent of amputator which was to make my tumbly hurt if I, I, because i can't understand what he's saying i could i could rock out to amputator i could incorrect. laugh incorrect <laughs> the episode amputator which i listened to i skipped the actual music parts but i listened to the episode amputator you said during the episode that you could understand him can you play it again play play me some more play me some more amputator I'm not, See, not just no one has ever said before. <laughs> oh, ooh, guitar solo. Really? Ooh. That's this. Oh. oh, that kicks that acoustic ass. You know what? This was an instrumental band. It'd be great. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You know what? Looks like drums. They're playing. They get. They're playing. You know what? If you want to go with that, Mike, I've already got. I've already got two winners in the bowl. So I will. I will release this one if that's if that's what. Also, everyone decides. even the worst death metal band, which Six Feet Under is. There's an earnestness, I feel like, to all like extreme subgenres of metal because they're not doing it to get money. They are doing it because they want to be doing it. There's no money in death metal. And there's an earnestness to that. No, there's not no money. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm not saying there's Lydia, no money in death metal. Now I'm not saying Lydia Eliza for Baby It's Cold Outside was also like looking to make money. Like I don't think there was much money in are this. Are you kidding me? Playing off the zeitgeist of everyone going against the biggest song, seeing that it's the biggest thing people are talking about and going, oh, I'm going to make the version people will like, and then failing miserably, um, but does not mean was not a cash I don't know that this. we need to keep talking. I don't know why you're trying. Nick is not going to vote for Amputator. Because what the, the last point I want to make is, Steve, maybe... Lydia Liza did mean for this to be a parody, but if that's not made clear, because another artist I almost considered putting on the list was uh, Radio Werewolf with their Incubus song. Incubus. Yes. Incubus. Because they also did a whole bunch of edgelordy stuff uh, with like some weird like Nazi affiliation stuff that I think they tried to pass off as like a joke. But it's as soon as people can't tell if you're joking or not, you've already failed. And I feel like a similar, not that I'm calling Lydia Liza a Nazi at all, but if this was supposed to be a parody, if it's not immediately clear, then she's already lost. 
I've got to get home. Do you know how to get there from here? Say, about the Cheesecake Factory. We're about to be talking tomorrow. Text me at your earliest At least I've been getting that Unless I catch pneumonia and I'll be on my way. I want to die right night. now. Bye. Unless I catch pneumonia and die, if that's not a joke, that's not meant to be a humorous part of There's that song. There's bad comedy, though, Steve, and it makes me angry all right, all right, regardless all right, all right, of the context. All right, all right, look, I'm taking Baby It's Cold Outside and I'm putting it in the bowl. Put okay. it in the bowl. Okay. Give me amputator to remove from the competition. <laughs> Here's amputator. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But I swear to God, if Baby It's Cold Outside wins. Sorry, one last uh, amputator at the very end. <laughs> oh, the grumpiest little Muppet. Okay, we're moving on to the final, the final quarterfinal here, and it is Strut by Steven Seagal versus Talking Baseball by Terry Cash. Oh, all right. Wow. Once again, a quick little recap. When the girls start to strut, you could look at them, but you shouldn't do that. The God dress is just a pity, not to put together her kitty. This is also Steven Seagal. <laughs> yes, this was Steven Seagal's, uh, I think, second album. And that is going up against Talkin' Baseball. Now my old friend, the bachelor, well, he swore he was the Oklahoma kid. And Cookie played hooky. All the energy out of Nick to listen to this, <laughs> but that's my that's my point. That's my point. Again, using the evidence of my eyes, I sat here while we played both of those, and yes, Nick, his soul deadens a little bit when he listens to talking baseball. Like the light goes out a little bit in his eyes. Also, uh, I listeners, I don't particularly all the power to people who like baseball. It's not my sport, but hearing a whole bunch of names of people I don't know. Sung by a guy who literally trademarked the song and wrote eight different versions of the exact same song, just with slightly different lyrics. I'm is infuriating. I'm just saying, like I watch the light go out from your eyes, but only when Steven Seagal used a Jamaican accent to sing about people's punani und kitties. <laughs> did both you and Mike have a visceral, physical reaction? Uh, you can't deny we were, it. We were both swaying our hips if that was the that is, No, that's bullshit, Nick. I sat here and watched you both cringe. I want to hear, can you play like the mid to three quarters way through strut? I want to I wanna recall just how... She's great. But Steven Seagal... <laughs> No, he just talks. A, it's just Here, Punani. That's all he yeah. wants. So you're we picturing want the Russian Steven, citizenship. See for me, make nice. <laughs> picturing Steven Seagal while he's singing that, right? I am. You're I thinking am. Of that's Steven that's Seagal, what's right? getting me. That's it's. I think, and I think the fact that we didn't play the whole song before. I think the fact that he actually is maybe only in a third of the song is even more offensive because he is not only like capitalizing on a culture that isn't his own, he's 
relying on them to put it forward so that he can just sort of show up like here or there and like join in. Like he's not even like he's not even wait, committing wait, to it. Who? Me want a Trojan horse, see for me make a cultural appropriation. All right. You know what? I think we've we've heard a lot. What what is your vote, Steve? Who are you voting for? I'm voting for Strut by Steven Seagal. It's still offensive. And he's not even like doing the work. He's relying on a black woman to do music that is hers to do so that he can show up every so often to do music that isn't his to do. Um I'm gonna be And he's bad at it. I I brought this song in because Steven Seagal was bad. Steven Seagal Steven Seagal is bad. Is bad. However, what I forgot and now re-listening to the song is the woman is actually quite good. Yes. (laughs) Making the song and listeners, sorry, the song title doesn't actually say her name, and I and I I don't. But we don't. Who's have it making up, the money off of the song, ah, Mike? Steven Seagal. What is what is this battle? This battle is about music. This ma- this battle is about songs. This battle, and here I am, Brandon Strutton. I'm going to tell you what it might it might even take anything I've chosen out of the ranking, but I'm going to tell you what. Talking baseball, the look on Nick's face when he's talking about baseball. Hey, what this do- is a democracy. Mike, it was just Nick's face. What do people what do people think about when they wanna <laughs> they wanna not come too fast? <laughs> Baseball. <Steven Seagal. laughs> Sorry, what? Oh, oh, Nick made a joke, but you could equally say both of those are true. I suppose if I did picture Steven Seagal. Do you want to look at like fat old <laughs> Steven Seagal dressed in what like a gi? Like he dresses in a martial he arts really gi? He really doesn't want to see talking baseball make it to the finals. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, there, yeah, talking baseball is like a boring, like silly song, but it's not being offensive, like on a cultural level. Uh, it may hurt Nick, but it doesn't hurt society. Look, I, I don't think, like, like you were talking about how Nicki Minaj's "Stupid Ho" was listened. A lot of people heard it. Could have damaged society. Could have rippled the fabric of our culture and damaged it in a way. You could argue that. Nobody listened to Steven Seagal's album. Nobody gives a shit about this. So if he wants to be wildly problematic in a stupid song that nobody listens to... That's how we get away with all of our stuff. (laughs) I'm still going to vote for Talking Baseball. I love it. Oh, Steve. He doesn't All right. want it in there. He doesn't want it in this bowl. So uh, this T- is... Take a distrut from my hand. All right, now, uh, so listeners, you've heard all the song clips, so now we're just going to compete against the the semifinals and then the finals. I'm so tired. (laughs) This this has been a long one. All right, uh, the first matchup is Baby It's Cold Outside by Lydia Liza versus... Stupid ho. My swoop. And then Steve, if you want to draw. Gee, I wonder what I'm going to pick. Yes. It's Talking Baseball by Terry Cashman versus It's Every Day, Bro by Jake Paul. Ooh, that. <laughs> All right, let's 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 start with Baby It's Cold Outside and Stupid Ho. Um, all right. We so can all I, acknowledge these are 
four awful songs. Listeners, let let's let's do. If, if you were to if you if you were to poll me, like Steve, go through every episode of the Song Tops Report and and pick out like a song that you think would be the worst song that you guys ever covered. None of these four would have been the worst song we ever covered. But that's how the tournament bracket <laughs> that, works, baby. That's the magic. That's the magic of the bracket. Wow. Um. Can can you play like the end of Stupid Ho? I just I feel like we need to keep recapping a little bit of these. Stupid hoes is my enemy. Stupid hoes is so whack. Stupid hoes should have befriended me. Then she could have probably came back. Stupid hoes is my enemy. Stupid hoes is so whack. Stupid hoes should have befriended me. Then she could have probably came back. You're a stupid hoe. You're a stupid hoe. You're a stupid hoe. Wow. That and was once again going up against <laughs> Oh Bob the Cheesecake Factory. We're about to be talking tomorrow. Text me at your earliest At least I've been getting that. Unless I catch pneumonia and I'll die. be on my way. Thanks for the great night. Bye. Bye. Drive safe. <sighs> okay, here's the thing. I think it's appropriate that the two songs in this semi-final bracket are both incredibly obnoxious to me in different ways. And I'm trying to think, is it the saccharine Brooklyn hipster bullshit indie rock obnoxiousness? Or is it just the aggressive, I guess, meanness to your point, The aggressive, obnoxious meanness coupled with like, no, like just like the, there's no, like it's not music. It's, like a whoop 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 noise with like a weird tippany drum and just like mean like like the like the like the texture I, this I don't this is gonna get me into trouble probably but like the texture of her voice for this song like it like oozes um um uh, uh contempt like it oozes contempt for both the subject little Kim and like it feels like it she is she like the the song itself is poisoning me like it's like it's oozing over into me and like coloring my soul <clears throat> do you not think though that if you're doing a diss track that you'd want the listener because you're dissing somebody right and they listen to the track you made about them to feel the toxin within their soul, but not towards, not towards. It's not towards and people, Lil Kim. And it's peop- toward Nikki. I, I feel like <laughs> Nikki is insulting me, Steve. I, I I might be able to to shut this down immediately, potentially, and just say, I think I'm going to vote as "Stupid Ho" is the worst song. I concur, Nicholas. I please engage me with your. Look, you know, we can't believe it. Can't. I, I'm shocked. I'm literally shocked. I desperately want to know what happened. Baby, it's cold outside. I strongly dislike, but I don't. I think the turkey song is worse than Baby, it's cold outside. And I voted for Stupid Ho over How to Cook a Turkey. And so that same logic, I can't say that. The transitive property wins again. I can't say that the woke version of Baby It's Cold Outside is worth it's so grating, but it's grating concept like because we didn't even talk about like uh Lydia Liza and Josiah, Josiah Lemansky have good voices. 
They have pleasing voices. We didn't really discuss it that. Is, it is soothing. And as much as I hate it, you're right. There is soothing. So I think almost on that technicality, I have to say that's not as great. Even if conceptually it's awful, it's not as grating as fucking stupid hoe. So, Mike, I don't know if you want to voice your yeah, vote one way or another. Look, at the end of the day, Stupid Ho's going to make it to the end. They're both bad songs. Everybody loses. I, I but just so I don't feel like, um, feel like a, like a government official who goes, uh, ah, well, you know, I don't have a vote on this. I, I'm going to stick to my guns. I hate. This version of Baby is Cold Outside, and I will always. I will never defend it. <laughs> I will even by never. even by proxy, by accidental defense. So congratulations to it for not making it to the worst song, but in my eyes, oh Except now now Stupid Ho has advanced by the skin of its teeth twice, so now I'm nervous. <laughs> because the other two songs in the semifinal potentially could result in my ultimate loss. And that is talking baseball versus it's every day, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> I honestly don't, I, I don't know how to, I can't, I've got nothing in the tank. I don't know how to talk this up any more than I already have. I don't disagree that talking baseball is like a wet fart of a song. <laughs> I'm, but it's but at least it's like, you know, at least it doesn't like slap you in the face with its dick and laugh at you for it. I need a quick reminder. I'm gonna play a little bit. Of- I'm going off. I'm never falling off like Mag. Who? Digi who? Who are you? All these beats I just ran through hit a million a month. Where- this is not talking baseball, by the way, listeners. This is in <laughs> fact Jake. Yeah, Paul. Is- <laughs> Where were you? Hating on me back in West. Fake you need to get your shit straight. Jakey brought me to the top. Now we really popping off. Number one and number four. That's why these fans all at our door. It's lonely at the top. So we all going. We left Ohio. Now the trio's all rolling. It's team 10, bitch. We back again. Always first. No- okay. Sorry. L- literally, listeners, this is what it comes down to. I just need to listen to them and see which one makes my sphincter clench more. <laughs> like Reggie Queens and Barry talking baseball. Perry, Siva, Garvey, Schmidt, and by the blue. If Cooperstown is calling, it's no fluke. They'll be with Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. <laughs> he made the same face each time. <laughs> he did. Oh, Nick. Nick, I know it this. It is a grimace, by the way, listeners. <laughs> that yes. is the face. It is a hamburger face. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. Maybe this will make it a little easier for you and give an honest you know opinion without feeling pressure because I it's every day, bro. I could sit down between the two of them and listen to that's talking baseball. It's it's got a little bit of an earworm to it. And it's pleasant. And it's every day, bro, fills me with nothing but negativity feels. I feel horrible listening to it. It's tough, <laughs> but I think I agree with you, Mike. Three-way victory <laughs> oh for Steve. My God. I, it's want, every I, day, bro. I don't want my strong dislike of talking baseball to be understated, but 
Nobody, nobody no, who's listened to this show at any point, <laughs> listeners, in case you're aware, misconstrue. I'm not a fan of talking baseball. Misconstrue your feelings for talking but baseball. But I think I think we got to advance Jake Paul to the finals, which would put Nicki Minaj's stupid <laughs> hoe and Jake Paul's its everyday bro. And you know, much like Aliens versus Predator, whoever, whoever wins. wins you we, guys lose. Oh, yes. wow. I think we all lose collectively, listeners. Whoever Thank loses, you. I win. <laughs> all right. So I think everything has been said about these songs that need to be said. It's just a matter of which one collectively. Now, I have a problem because my hatred is equal. Yeah, yeah. My hatred has been you, you brought both of these in, Steve. Like the only. Which? I've been so on board with. with Because here's the thing Stupid Ho, the content of the song. Like my original, my original like criteria was like it has to be perfect perfect synthesis of like a musician, like not uh, like not being like not being positive, and the song also not being positive. In the case, so it comes down to two songs that are both not positive. My only possible recourse, based on the logic I have heretofore presented, without being a total douchebag hypocrite, is. Stupid Ho, the song, offends me way more than It's Everyday Bro. The song, every, It's Everyday Bro, is like, I have an emotional reaction to one that I don't have with the other. But by and large, Nicki Minaj has no, like, I don't have any negative feelings about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has never pulled some shit that, like, I read about and went like, oh, how can somebody do that? Like, by and large, Nicki Minaj is blameless, as far as I'm aware, in terms of cultural anything, like people can, like Steve, you didn't know that thing that Nicki Minaj did. That may be the case. I don't know. I'm an old man. <laughs> um, but like, so like, the song itself is so. I hate it so much, and it's so. It's like a sledgehammer. It's every day, bro. Is like a like a random like milk toast rap. But Jake Paul, the shit that he pulls and the success he has for pulling that shit makes me feel bad for the fabric of society mm. that's hyperbolic mm. i don't think jake paul has that much pull but in terms of like what we're talking about it's it it's it's up there so, so i'm i'm torn what, because i can't i can't square the circle guys well so so as far as you know it's tough no, if I was listening to the songs audio wise it would be one thing if i'm watching the music video i'd probably feel different <laughs> oh, I forgot about I forgot about the Lambo. I forgot talking about the Lambo. <laughs> and they met the Rolex. He is like if Matt Damon from Team, Team America, America World Police was rapping. It is a little like that. Plus, the whole Team Ten thing is just trying way so hard to be something. Oh, yeah, that lasted that like not. a year. And like Ugh. when you go back and watch all of the members of Team Ten rap, like they're all doing like white person rat moves and it's like I know what that's like because it's the only rat move I'm capable of. That's all I've got. And so like, um, I know what it looks like. Weirdly enough, I, I have achieved clarity through the winnowing down of all of these results. And I don't disagree with your point, Steve. Um, I think Stupid Ho immediately hits me as more obnoxious just because it's more grating to the ears. But it's every day, bro... When I think about what makes me angry or what makes me sad for society, like what actually hurts when I think of like, this is what 
America, this is what humanity exports as, because both these songs were very successful. It's Everyday Bro charted, and so did Stupid Ho. But at the end of the day, I can at least say Nicki Minaj is an artist who maybe you dislike, and maybe you dislike a lot of her music, including the song. Um, But she is an artist who you could argue made an impact. Jake Paul, I just see as this vacuum of vapid, narcissistic nothingness who contributes nothing to the world and society. It is going to be so awkward when he and I work together in a motion picture. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to star alongside him. Future Jake, I'm so sorry. I meant none of this. Mike, I know you're going to play Stupid Ho, and it's going to make me think Stupid Ho it's is, gonna make it things to now, 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 Nick, look, I'm not, I'm not. Look, if you wait, are, am I allowed to do that? Have I been doing that this whole time? And I'm, it's wrong that I was doing that. <laughs> Too late. God, shit. Nick, uh, look, I, I see where you're going. Nick, delete and, the, and I get take it. the finale off of the stream when I get successful. But I, I just need us to remember. What is it right here? Fuck oh, was that? Oh God, it's so bad. You know, there used to be a time where if if there was a person who'd make a sound that long, we'd we'd have a battle royale in our in our suite in college where we'd start attacking each other because it was a battle cry. That is purposeful. She's looking to annoy the eardrums. At least Jake Paul and all his rottenness. Thought he was making a good song. This song was not meant to be good, and it's not. Mike, what is your vote? My vote is "Stupid Ho" is the worst song. I look. You want to talk worst artist? That's a different competition. Worst song? That shit right there is the is the one that drives it over the edge for me because I I hate I hate that kind of shit. The- I actively am getting a migraine. Stop it! Hey, you did that to me for 10 minutes when we that did this episode. That was different, Steve. I was in control. Mike put that in such a way that I think makes something clear to me. Jake Paul is by far the worst artist. Every other song Nicki Minaj does, it may not be my cup of tea, but it's it's the it's it, it but it's it's fine for you know like the, there are people who like it and it's not for me and that's fine it doesn't have to be for me nothing has to be for me so as an artist she is she is she is she's blameless she's she's you know a good artist she does good songs she does popular songs. Jake Paul is a terrible artist. He he thinks, you know, he's like a hilarious Vine star, jackass like 2.0, and he's not. But Stupid Ho is a terrible song. Look, I want to say right now... Nicki what- Minaj is not a terrible artist. She is a trendsetter. She is a powerful voice. 
She is a, a you know, a, you know. You're she, climbing out of the grave, Steve. It's okay. She is, she, she is a, she is, you know, like she is in, she's in this group of like powerful, forward-thinking women who are like making a name for themselves in their genre. <laughs> Was he and, saying that when he picked stupid hoe? But so? she, <laughs> but she's doing it with other songs that are not stupid hoe. I see. I can't separate myself fully from the artist plus the song. My vote for the worst song we have ever covered is It's Everyday Bro by Jake Paul. And what's yours, Mike? Stupid Ho. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> so it hurts to win, doesn't it, Steve? <laughs> Either way, I win, but how do I come across winning? How do I look when I win? Hey, to what, you. What, are you going to... Guys, all right, all right put, this in, put this in perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just put it in perspective for me. I told myself... <laughs> I told myself at the beginning, I said, Steve. Oh, he's got the list of rules Steve to himself. must be a perfect synthesis of bad performer and bad song. Perfect synthesis. Both things have to be bad. If what I've just spent the last five minutes saying is true... Then my choice must be. It's every day, bro. Every day. <laughs> oh shit! It's every day, bro. With the Disney Channel flow, five mil on YouTube in six months. Never done before. Pest all the competition, man. PewDiePie is next, man. I'm popping all these checks. Got the brand new Rolex, and it met the Lambo too. And I'm coming with the crew. This is Team Ten. Like it's making me do. Dance moves that if anyone else was me, I'd punch me in the face. <laughs> there you have it, listeners. Bitterly fought, compelling arguments made on all sides, but the worst song we have covered on this podcast. Based on purely subjective rules that we created for ourselves. subjective was It's Everyday Bro by Jake Paul. Wow. What a journey. It's what a so, bitter fight. It's so weird because I would not like, I would have picked, like, this is going back and re-listening to everything, like, if I listen to every episode we ever did, this would probably barely even register, like, because there's so many other things that we talked about that we didn't include. Like, there's no 433. There's no shag. Oh, all right, 433 no, got DQ'd out of my brain because that's not even a fucking song. Technically, it's a composition, so you're 100% right, I, but, like, but you know I, what I mean? Like, you have that reaction to that. You don't necessarily have that reaction to every day, bro. Like, I hate the shags, but I don't have the same reaction I have to every day. Well, if you go back and listen to the every day, bro episode, we're all on board with it being bad. Yeah. But it's not like a thing that sticks with, with us in our daily lives. But if you pull it apart and compare and contrast with other things and disqualify things that have a bigger emotional tether to us mm. in that specific laboratory circum experimental circumstance it comes out on top you know what you know what i remember specifically about that episode that really was like i i did not like how jake paul treated the people he claimed was closest to him you mean two ten <laughs> it was it, it made me feel gross inside and i was man and it made the song gross and then from from then on, it's everyday bro it brings me a real negative, uh, you know, bit. I and guess, this is not uh, to say like I would truly rank it's everyday bro as the worst song and stupid ho is second. Like 
I think that to me, like two of the worst songs truly did make it to the end, but I gotta, I gotta call it like I see it at the end of the day. And so listeners, if you're taking bets, I cash in on your, with your friends on whoever ended up actually winning the bracket, because that is, that is the worst song we have covered on this podcast. But there were so many other artists. I literally had a notes app where I wrote down so many different artists to potentially cover um, that we did not get to, mostly because some of it like um, exceeded the scope of what I feel like we... Um, we had to set limits, folks. There's 200 episodes. We couldn't... like I wasn't going to go back and listen to every single episode. I hate listening to us. I mean, there were, <laughs> there were a handful of ones. Like One thing that I really want to discuss was uh, the musical Loving the Silent Tears, which was a musical made by a vegan cult. Um, there was Corey Feldman's album Angelic to the Core, which is just bop after bop of the most insane songs ever written. But literally, I would have to have covered every song there. Uh, so much bad metal, so much bad country music. We thought about doing a B-side of the Fire Festival, but to be honest, there were so many documentaries made on that, we felt like it was pretty covered. Not um, to mention that one musical you could never find that hear, that you heard tell of. the Not Alex Jones, who was it? Steve Bannon? The Steve, Steve Bannon, Bannon musical? wrote a script when he was a screenwriter for a Shakespeare rap movie. I forgot even, oh, I think it was Romeo my. and Juliet. Um, but also on the note of musicals, I'm glad we did get to talk about... Um, David Hasselhoff's because I also, oh, yes. I also yes. thought about doing other bad musicals such as Love Never Dies, the official fanfic sequel to Phantom of the Opera. Uh, so many others, uh, so many other celebrities like Mr. T, Bruce Willis, Russell Crowe, Joe Pesci, Jackie Chan, Lindsay Lohan. There were Little so many Joe sure can't sing. Yes, there were so many celebrities that uh, vanity projects. But listeners, we do still encourage you be be your own sock song topsy reporters and find that bad music on your own because obviously we covered 200 200 goddamn uh, episodes we did we, yeah, we gave yeah. you a decent little <laughs> smorgasbord of bad music like, to like if we had done if i had had the chance to do another like like day at the movies i would have definitely thrown in eminem's theme song to venom venom, venom. venom. <laughs> venom. <laughs> that would have definitely been an episode uh, this would have been one of those. I would have also done an episode on. I kind of wanted to do an episode on supergroups because I don't think we touched on them as a musical. No. As a musical like phenomenon of like every so often a bunch of really famous musicians will decide to just play together for like an album. Oh, like and Hollywood vampires or Hollywood undead. What or are they- the uh, the I was thinking of the um, the traveling Wilburys, which was like Roy Orbison, uh, 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 Jeff Lynne from ELO, George Harrison. Uh, oh. Like a whole, yeah, like a whole, like them. Or And one song I definitely wanted to talk about was Highwayman, The Highwayman by The Highwaymen, which was a group, a super group of country music superstars. It was Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, and uh, 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 Johnny Cash were all in a group together. And they did a song called The Highwayman, which was a song about reincarnation. <laughs> That's hardcore. It was a song about like, a, a thief who constantly reincarnates and then dies horribly over and over and over again. That's and it's so like metal. the four con- four biggest country western superstars singing that song about like and the last verse was like Johnny Cash singing about how he flies a starship. It was going to be great. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to it one day, but that's another one I wanted to do. 
But Mike, even though you, oh. you DQ'd it immediately, I'm still surprised you didn't bring up four minutes and thirty three seconds by John Cage because I remember at one Because point- it makes me so angry, Nick. Why you know, I like to be a happy person. I try not to think about the things that make me shake with rage. You in the sheer emotion of the moment said had one of my favorite lines I think we've ever had on the podcast. You said and I quote verbatim. I would respect him more if he dropped Trow and just ramrodded his dick across the piano. <laughs> and I stand by that statement today. I mean, <laughs> I've done it. Because <laughs> I, I kind of thought if you had counted that as a song, that may have made it to the very end. Oh, well, I certainly... That's why I couldn't bring it in, Nick, because I I, I don't I I cannot it's call it o- it's if OP. I, if I accept it in as a worst song, as a song uh, in quotes, um, then I have accepted four thirty three as as legitimate music, and I and I refuse. That is insane. But also, I understand and respect it's, it. <laughs> not doing it. I am I am honestly shocked that I somehow managed to defeat talking baseball to yeah. for Nick. You did like you, that oh, was I. You, you, I don't you broke count, him down. I don't <laughs> count much that I can be really proud of, but like in terms of accomplishing something. That was something I didn't even know was on the list. Until also, it once again, shout out to listener Samantha. A listener submitted song made it, to the, made it to the finale. So you, uh, you listeners do also you know. You really made me mad. Oh, she's going to be really so thrilled. Me. She's going to be so thrilled. <laughs> or devastated that, that or, it didn't make oh, it to it the very, in, very end. Uh, but, but seriously, put, put up a good fight. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Um, uh, but what a ride. It's, God, what? what a ride. You know, guys, I just, you know, I, I was reflecting on, on and I know. I know, I know we've been uh, this has been a, a long episode here and it's we're getting towards the end but God reflecting on some of my my favorite moments as we go oh my oh vitamin C. oh I forgot about that one wait we gotta start over again <laughs> I'm gonna take the physical challenge but uh look I won't play all these but I do want to just go over you know there was you know I'm gonna play the one that, oh. that's that's special to, God, I could because I, I could play um, uh, <laughs> y'all cracked me up so much over these last few years specifically the uh, I mean the even in the very in the very beginning that first year we were going everyone y'all <laughs> some funny stuff to the table with Oh, you know what? Screw it. All right. This is like two seconds. I really... Steve, do you, do you remember this one? I don't. I was on a lot of LSD. This is was, uh, this is when we found that lost episode from William Shatner's <laughs> Star Trek episode. Oh, that episode of Star oh, Trek? That, that we played on episode 17, Mr. Yeah, Tambourine Dan, Kirk by aspect of it. In fact, on the album cover for The Transformed Man, it says, William Shatner, and then right under it. I, uh, it's, uh, it never got aired. This was towards the, towards the latter part of the series when he was getting really, really into having artistic control, and he wanted full control over. So he finally, they, the producers were like, all right, whatever, and gave him an episode to write and direct that never aired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, right now we're going to play that clip uh, from that episode. Let me, just, let, me, let me just load it up here. Hang on one sec, and... Captain's Log, Stardate, 1968.014. I've traveled back in time yet again to Earth circa 1968. The San Francisco Bay Area, to be precise. It is both strange and familiar all at once, and its people even more so. Their costumes intrigue me. 
and I'd be remiss if I didn't take advantage of this extraordinary opportunity to see and explore my now alien homeworld. <laughs> Upon conversing with the natives, I became acquainted with a substance known as LSD. <laughs> its effects are unknown to me, and having not immediately felt them, judged it to be an incorrect dosage. Having six since doubled it, I can feel my senses being stripped. My hands can't feel to grip my toes. Too numb to step. A man playing some sort of ancient instrument has appeared to me as some kind of spirit guide, but the path he leads me on is dark and full of horrors. When I look to him to ask why, he transformed into a mighty gorn, forcing me to engage him in battle. Remembering my Starfleet Academy training, I attacked him with the standard wild swing haymaker, followed by an overhand axe handle blow. <laughs> But these did not phase the tambourine <laughs> man. I find myself disappearing down the foggy ruins of time, past the haunted, frightened trees. My God, it's spinning out of control. Mr. Tambourine Man, help! There's something on the wing, some thing. <laughs> Scotty, Bones, do something. Anyway, Mr. Chekhov, Mr. Spot, Mr. Tambourine Man! God. <laughs> Uh, a young one hundred percent forgot all <laughs> yeah, about that. That was so good. <laughs> I one hundred percent forgot I did that. Oh God, it was oh so, so such a such a Steve. You and your impressions being so spot on, so good. And the tambourine man. Oh, listen, uh, uh, listeners, episode seventeen. If you haven't heard it, let me tell you, the song itself is wacky. Now you can't stop talking. Now we're all going to talk like this until <laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs> And then Steve, I mean um, Nick, Nick, I could, I could not for this. This was one of the most impressive things I oh, the, had the, ever heard. When we discussed, uh, uh, look what you made me do by Taylor Swift, when we actually for one episode stuck to the theme of the podcast and that it was a dissection of dead music. Yeah, yeah. one episode we one kept the theme episode. going. We did. I cut that shit out. <laughs> and Nick, you you wrote a eulogy for the dead song. Yes, for what? Taylor Swift's music, and and we. Normally struggle to come up with anything because we didn't think about it beforehand. Well, it just should happen organically. But um, to me, there's no point in stabbing this corpse and ripping it apart. It's already dead. So what I wanted to do was uh, to provide a eulogy for this song. We just want to lay the song to rest. This poor song seems to have been dead on arrival. We just want to put it to rest. It literally started in a graveyard. It did. Yes, yes. <laughs> Here lies Taylor Swift's reputation. That's literally the first thing you see. So um, I have written a eulogy that uh, Mike and Steve have not heard yet, but I think oh, I, I'm so excited. I think it will speak to the true feelings that we all have about Taylor Swift and her song Look What You Made Me Do. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we are gathered here to mourn the loss of Taylor Swift's single Look What You Made Me Do. Never in our... <clears throat> wildest dreams would we have thought that the first single off of the new album from the biggest pop star in the world would have died but taylor's newfound vengeful image was too tainted with bad blood i knew that she was trouble when she walked in with her newfound pettiness and while we hoped that she would just shake it off she has now left a blank space where there was once a new romantic (laughs) 
And now her single is lying on the cold, hard ground. She is most likely never, ever, ever, ever getting back together with her previous image. And while we hope she'll begin again, everything has changed since the last time. And she hasn't gotten out of the woods. Taylor Swift, we had to do a song topsy on your newest single. Look what you made us do. (laughs) Still beautiful four years later, Nick. All I can think is, wow, I got much better at editing these podcasts. (laughs) Sound quality. So, same microphones, listeners. I just learned more about how to fucking edit. But uh, yeah, it was a great eulogy, too. Fucking... Well, fucking Nick, yo. Oh, no, we are not listening. That's one thing you were great at writing about when you wrote the erotica. Look, this is masturbatory enough as it is, we, literally, without... I was going to say, we could also add these after the fact. You know what, though, Steve? We're supposed to reflect. We're I'm reflecting to... on what time it is and uh, how I have to get home now. It is late, guys, but uh, it's been a fun ride. It has been a fun ride and the ride continues just in a new form of transportation in the form of, I guess most immediately, our new podcast uh, The Freedom Guild, which you should check out. There might be even be a few episodes so proud up of to it. be in the Freedom Guild where at least uh, the well, the word free is in the title. Yeah, if you want to see us running around in a fantasy world that uh, is, I guess, more like to our actual real world than for some of us, closer than, than reality itself. Once again, at the time of this recording, Mike, in a fantasy world, fell out of a window and killed, and almost killed himself when he did that in reality and was fine. Nah, so, you know what? Yeah, except, this time, except in reality, I didn't spend several... I had spent 20 minutes applying stagecraft makeup to his face. <laughs> to make him look like a, quote, small Mickey Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> so listeners, that's what you're missing out on if you don't check out the Freedom Guild. So please listen to our continued adventures just in a wildly different medium of us uh, dicking around with a wonderful DM, uh, Rob Perry. Uh, but also in addition, uh, hopefully by the time this comes out, and if not, I'll add it in the show notes. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Grave New World that hopefully we have done some work on. Once again, I will add in the show notes the link to that. Uh it's a it's a spooky, funny channel, and you guys should check it out because uh, Steve and Mike are also going to be featured in it. Uh, and we're joined at the hip, apparently. Can't wait! <laughs> and uh, once again, we have asked you, we've nay demanded that you keep following Dapper Devil Productions because uh, we will have a new pilot being shot soon that was written and will be directed by Mr. Stephen Trollinger. And if any of or all of you are agents. Feel free to enjoy it 100% to the fullest and call me to shop it around so that we can all make some motherfucking money. Motherfucking yes. money. The best kind of money. <laughs> and yes, we have so many different projects brewing. So make I didn't sure you're... know the president of Warner Brothers was listening to the show. <laughs> long-time listener. <laughs> First-time caller, long-time listener. Uh, and we have so many creative projects brewing. Please make sure you're following Dapper Devil Productions or our personal Instagrams and social medias to check out everything as it comes up. Because once again, we are not... The, the, the Song Topsy Report fading into the sunset is not the ending of our creative projects. Nay, it is a new beginning. And uh, Mike and Steve, I want to make sure I'm not forgetting guys, anything you want to talk about in the last episode. Guys. What's, what's up, Steve? Guys, something about the way that this... This bracket system ended isn't sitting right with me. 
I something about the way we came to our conclusion is not scientific enough for me. Oh, Steve, come on. You don't feel like human brains can work together to come up with a great conclusion? Not anymore, Michael. (laughs) Not now that I have this. (gasps) Steve! What? Behold, gentlemen, the quantum crapometer. Oh, my God. I've threatened, and I've threatened to rebuild it. I hope The bitch you've brought up like four times in the past 75 episodes. You shut up. It's like the one long-lasting bit we've had. Except for, you know, the things that Mike does. (laughs) I have rebuilt it. With quantum processing. It's so shiny. And if you add quantum in front of something, it makes it futuristic and work better. Why Should we call it the quantometer? No. Okay. It's, it's quant, idiot. Quant crapeter? Crap quant. No, that, you got to have quantum in front of it. It makes it futuristic. God, you're ruining this moment for me. I, it's just not scientific enough. This bit that I brought up four times needs to be revisited again before we leave. It, there's... The machine has been redesigned and repurposed to pull answers from the multiverse, from the every possible presupposition and supposition of reality. Every Schrodinger's cat experiment is the song bad or is the song good? It's every it's, Schrodinger's cat, bro. Every one of them <laughs> has been pulled to formulate its computations. I need no. I demand (laughs) we input all of the songs that we've covered the last two episodes into the crapometer to discover the true worst song ever. The 16 finalists? Exactly. Uh, You're putting them in there? Give me the little slips of paper. Give me the little slips of paper back. I don't know about this, Steve. I I don't trust robots. Damn it, Mike. (laughs) Trust me. (sighs) Okay, Steve. All right, I'm inputting all of the songs we were talking about, the final two episodes, into the quantum crap. And it will, like lightning, because I use solid-state hard drives now. Oh, nice. Wow. Like lightning. There's like eight PlayStation 5s in there. <laughs> That's all the crapometer is, listeners. It's just eight PlayStation 5s duct taped together. <laughs> it will, quick as a flash, Spit out an answer. If I rebuilt it properly, which I'm 99.9% certain I did. Now, let's wait but a scant few seconds. Just any, any, any second now. It's, oh boy, it's it'll, any, so much faster than it. Did you, okay. wait, did you say fast? Fa- okay, okay. <laughs> I, all right, I might have clogged, all right, I might have clogged it. Oh, I, God, oh, it's, a, oh, it's. It's been clogged, blocked. Okay, all right, guys, this is embarrassing. I, I yeah, it was a big buildup. I know, uh, I know. I'm just, I'm so embarrassed. It was, it yeah, worked yeah, so well yeah, in yeah, prototype. Yeah. It worked so well in product testing. It's just, it's, it's working. It's just, it's not as fast as I thought it was going to be. Guys, I'm sorry. I've, I've really screwed this whole up. Luckily, you know, luckily it's, it's not like it hurt anybody. That's true. You know, you gotta count count your blessings. It's it's not like stupid hoe. No, didn't hurt anything. No, or <laughs> every, it's every day, day bro. Yeah. I guess I guess every I guess you know like my 
triumph to triumph of science and technology. Of your will, so to now speak. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> the triumph of science and technology that it is the quantum crapometer. I guess Mike was right. I guess we shouldn't put our faith in machines. You just can't trust the machines when you can do it better yourself. So we got through this together. We're just gonna uh, let's it. just let's just say goodbye, guys. All right. Yes. So once again, listeners, we strongly encourage you. Um, we haven't ruled out dropping another episode or two or three or four on this feed uh, if something truly relevant comes up. So, you know, stay subscribed. But we also strongly recommend if you have not been listening to us at the end of every single episode we've done of this podcast, follow us on social media. Check out DapperDevilProductions.com. We're also on all the social medias. Uh, follow me personally on my Instagram uh, and Twitter as well, but I'm more, a little more active on Instagram at Nick Brigadier. Uh, to see what uh, I will be up to, but mostly, once again, for the creative projects, gotta follow that sweet, sweet Dabber Dabber Devil Productions. We just paid to renew the domain, so we're sticking around. Don't worry. And, uh, Mike, where can we find you? You can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.D-O-T or on my Twitch account, twitch.tv backslash MrMikeRussell.com. Also, MrMR.D-O-T. Uh, yeah, Consistent. we're playing some video games and uh, got a got a fun new podcast as well, uh, Review and Reviews, where I review reviews with my buddy Colin. That makes my brain hurt just thinking yeah, about it. it. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Mantrolo, hanging my head sadly over my lack of technical expertise. Um, Twitter and Instagram, Your Mantrolo. Uh, you can find me on my personal website, stephentrollinger.com, on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash stephentrollinger, uh, on the Dabble... Dabble... The Dabble Devil. The Dabble Dever. The... It's only the last time I had to try to do this. The Dapper Devil Productions website on our hopefully new and uber successful stream, <laughs> The Freedom Guild. And, um, and yes, and thank you for including me. I know you guys started this yourselves without me, and I shoehorned my way in because I was so desperate for any creative outlet possible and then regretted it almost immediately. <laughs> uh, but I thank you nevertheless. And uh, thank you for joining us too, Steve. But also thank you, listeners. Uh, we have had... So many amazing, amazing listeners who have been with us for a very long time oh, submitted God. so many amazing song suggestions, mailed us Mail stuff. Ross Trent! Ross Trent <laughs> mailed us some of the most awful grindcore music, and I was so happy. And also, the one Scientology album that we actually covered as like our like part three episode, which is amazing. Yeah. We had listeners in the UK tattoo our logo, oh. which unfortunately was our old logo, on their arm. Amazing, amazing. Oh, who's another shot? Tara! I just yes, yes. MVP <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> oh God, there's so many good ones, so many good folks. Oh, and Jason. internationally, uh, we know we've had so many listeners throughout Europe. Um, we've had a lot of listeners in Norway, Sweden, Germany, Spain my became folk. popular. Yes, <laughs> Nor yes Norway, Sweden, your Germany, folk, all my Australia, folk. South America blew up in India. So many listeners in India. Thank you so much for everyone who joined us. <laughs> Uh, and then throughout the United States, we can say we've had listeners in all 50 states, uh, especially Finally, in Alaska. God. Uh, God. No, actually, I think uh, South Dakota was the last outlier. Well, but. all right. 
But we tackled that market. So thank you oh. so much for everyone who has tuned in. The and we friends really, and family who suffered through this. So you know? much <laughs> suffering. Yes. Uh, and we really, really hope that uh, you stick with us for some of the other projects we have coming up. Now, granted, if you only if you hated our personalities and our charming banter and only wanted to get the inside scoop on what bad music well, was. Well, then I never loved you anyway. Yes. Yeah, you tell him, Steve. <laughs> but... Uh, Unfortunately, if you only want to know the bad music uh, scoop, we are kind of stepping aside from that. But we really hope that you check out some of some of our creative projects that we have coming up that we've already mentioned. Because uh, this podcast, I feel like we've we've learned a lot about each other. We've learned a lot about the kind of work we want to be doing. We've enjoyed mm-hmm. this so much. It's been so fun. And intermittently, especially throughout this pandemic, uh, sanity keeping... For me, it was so nice to have a creative outlet with so wonderful nice, co-hosts. So nice to that. have something to fill hours of time from editing. <laughs> so nice to have hours filled with editing. Uh, you know, I wouldn't. Would I? Would I trade some of it back if I could edit faster? Yes, I would one hundred percent trade those moments back. But Nick, oh, but to get the, to get the final product out, I wouldn't trade a thing. Nick, you've listened to uh, mine and Steve's voices so much in your head. Was, <laughs> I've edited out so much problematic content. But yeah, otherwise, Mike and Steve, live and yet free. all the stuff that you kept in, that's still going to haunt me <laughs> when I inevitably become famous. Yes, yes, and I will be there cheering you on when you do, and neglect to mention me in your acceptance speech. Look, there's a lot of people I gotta say thank you to, and only like ten seconds to say it. I'm sorry. That's fair. Um, but I think I think with that we have come to the conclusion of the Songtopsy report of dissecting the most bad, bizarre, and otherwise noteworthy music we could find. We were all in very different. Pl- oh, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I just remember. I remember Nick when you pulled me into that two-story cafe place to go talk upstairs about. This podcast. The size of your dick. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if it was a cafe talking or a... I, I just remember the first... Uh, we met at a bar near uh, in the East Village near where UCB East used to be. And that was no, the We very, outlasted them. That was the very... We, you know what? We outlasted a lot of things. And I remember that was the first time I mentioned the idea of, like, do you want to do a podcast? And Mike, to your credit, you were... Like, I had floated the idea with a few people, but you were the first person to, like, emphatically be like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> and... Uh, and I appreciated that. Yeah. Look where you are now. Look where we are now. Actually, in a amazing Mike's apartment is amazing, by the way, listeners. Oh, uh, stop! Beautiful <laughs> views of the Jersey skyline and New York City and Manhattan. It's beautiful. I couldn't have designed it better myself. <laughs> you couldn't have designed the skyline better yourself. <laughs> and it's so quiet up here. You're almost surrounded by silence. Uh, we digress, though. But uh, yes, so once again, listeners, we really hope follow. Uh, check out the show notes. We're gonna add, we're gonna dump everything in the show notes. All the links to all the places you can continue to uh, find our content. And once again, we might you know keep an eye on this feed because if 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 the mood takes us, we might still continue here. Uh, the song tops report feed is not going anywhere. So once again, you can listen. You can listen and re-listen to your favorites. You can live, laugh, and love along with us. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think I think I've had enough. I think I've pulled every sentimental, waxing nostalgic little bit I had in my back pocket. This has been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen, and I look forward to future endeavors. Same, Nick. And I guess with that, once again, listeners, thank you so much for joining us through these four and a half ish, goddamn full years of bad, bizarre, noteworthy music. 
Uh, we're so grateful that you joined us for this journey. We hope you tag along with us for what we're doing next. Uh, and until then, because I have the utmost confidence you will join us then, I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm... Mike. What, Steve? What's going on there? My God. I'm pretty sure it's gonna blow! The Crabometer is not Well, Nick and Mike begun and then Steve appeared for fun and together they dissected lots of songs. Rebecca Black, her Friday's hell Risque as for your dick to smell Then Biscuit's running around committing music wrongs They're talking bad songs Bad Baby Paris Hilton talking bad songs Bill Shatner and Rasputin Soldier Boy and all his many schemes Kanye West is going to extremes We're talking Fergie the Kashi and the Beebs. The listener submitted. Mike Russell was committed. And Steve ignored the premise of the show. Nick had tried to keep on track with little Yachty's Bring It Back. And now and then a guest would come to say hello. They're talking bad songs for Halloween and Christmas. Talking bad songs. Rapometer never misses. Soldier Boy and all his many schemes. Kanye West is going to extremes. We're talking Fergie. Takashi and the Beebs. Well, Robin Thicke made blurred lines Out of something Marvin Gaye composed And Jake Paul went to the mall to get himself arrested Imagine Dragons made lots of crap Fuck Nickelback John Cage was playing nothing And Mike was huff and puffin' While Nick was screaming, damn those Christmas shoes and Steve considered homicide when Little Pump began to ride Till Shayna Lynette appeared to give them great reviews They're talking bad songs From Maine to San Francisco Talking bad songs With ICP and Cisco Drake and auto-tuning with machines All-Star is the song that never leaves We're talking Fergie Takashi and the Beebs. We're talking Fergie. Takashi and the Beebs. We're talking Fergie. Takashi and the Beebs. <laughs> <laughs>